This is the War Room Roundtable podcast, the show that takes you around the world to share interviews with some of the most successful and relevant businessmen and women on the planet, hear their stories, and get the most important business lessons they've learned on the road to success, and get exclusive advice on how to implement their successes into your life and business. The War Room Roundtable is brought to you by your hosts, Jason Miller, CEO of Strategic Advisor Board, and Philip Llanos, CEO of Own the Rhythm, and former podcast host for Entrepreneur and Inc. Magazine. Welcome to the War Room, Danielle. How are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? Doing good, feeling good. Uh, We're really excited to have you here. Uh, I think you're perfect for the example of like what makes a good story, right? You have looking at the notes, you don't get into journalism by accident. You don't leave it without not knowing what a good story is. So there's that. And then we hear that you've written a book and in particular, it's a really interesting one. So I don't want to tell your story for you, but before we go there, it's just our, it's our tradition around here to start things off by asking, do you come from a family of entrepreneurs, writers, artists, poets, what does not, your origin look like? Not really. My dad was a realtor and my mom was a dental hygienist. And I had no interest in going into either of those professions. I really wanted to be in musical theater. I majored in musical theater my first year in college at U of A. And um, I, I loved performing. And then life just kind of took a different turn. I realized that I have lots of interests and I decided, you know, I don't need to major in musical theater. Maybe I'll pick something more practical. I've always loved writing, so that's where I settled on journalism. Um, and then it's been a winding path from there. My career path has been more of a jungle gym than a straight ladder, I like to say. <laughs> yeah. Um, now, I I believe that specifically because that's what I'm hearing now. And yet there's a labor and delivery nurse chapter yeah. we haven't even hit yet that your book Before is related Before I to. made it to nursing, I spent about 20 plus years in real estate. So um, I did, my dad, you know, was in fact an entrepreneur being a realtor for, for so many years. And I did end up following in his footsteps. I was living in New York City. Um, I was there for an internship for an international business school that I, little stint I did. Um, and um, I was fascinated by real estate there because I grew up in Arizona, Scottsdale, Arizona, which is a lot of um, cookie cutter houses, mostly suburban sprawl compared to New York city where, you know, the high rises and penthouses. And it was, I was fascinated by that. So I decided to get my real estate license there and I ended up moving back home to Arizona, but spent the next 20 years in real estate in one way or another. So, wow. yeah. And then the nursing happened. I'll, I'll, I'll explain that at some point. Cause it's, it's kind of crazy. So right off the bat, we know that you have been in, evolution and transformation kind of person. Oh yeah. My life is all about transformation. Yeah. And it's interesting because although you had no interest in doing the any of the line of work that, you know, your parents would do like, I'm gonna do, I'm gonna be my own person. I'm gonna do my own thing. At some point, like like most things in life, we end up somewhere we didn't intend to be at first. That and it may true. it may not be favorable. But then it starts turning into something really interesting because mm-hmm. you kept the gas on the, the foot on the gas pedal, right? And kept moving I just decided I might as well try everything. So I tried real estate for 20 years and then I'm like, you know what? Maybe it would be cool to wear scrubs to work like my mom did all those years in dental hygiene. Yes. 
So, and so what, what was that journalism that? background? You know what? I've always wanted to write this book. I've been working on it for 15 years. Maybe now is the time to publish it. And here I am <laughs> doing it all at the same time. You were working on the book for 15 years? Yeah, sort of in one way or another. You know, it's a memoir. It's called Piece of Work. And um, the for many years, it was going to be called Believe. And at first, it was the story. I grew up Jewish. Um, and then I became a Christian. Uh, and so it was the story of my faith journey. And then it was like, okay, well, some things happened here that weren't really, didn't really fit into that faith journey I was trying to tell the story about. Um, made some mistakes and wasn't really the ideal Christian. And so now what is this story? And then ultimately, then I got breast cancer three years ago. And that was really a story that people really identified with. And so I came to understand that we're all a piece of work. (laughs) We're all a piece of work, a work in progress, and a work of art all at the same time. And so that's why I decided to name it Piece of Work. Wow. I'm a real piece of work. (laughs) (laughs) I see what you did there. I'm also (laughs) a work in progress and a work of art. So just like you and me. I I can appreciate the sentiment behind what you're saying with this book. And for me, I think that there's going to, I can already tell just based off the way you're expressing your story, that there's going to be a lot of twists and turns, but with insights, your own reflections on what you learned from it. Uh, So what I, what I do want to do though, because this is the, uh, the proverbial carrot on the stick is how so yes you 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 have family and they were you know in the dental but you're in labor and delivery so so you you chose that specifically and that's a far cry from real estate and theater and how did that happen did did something happen to you it is and it isn't so I've always loved you know beyond liking to perform and liking to be on stage I've really loved helping people and inspiring people and making a difference in people's lives. And so with real estate, you know, I wasn't just a wheeler dealer salesperson. I really made a difference in people's lives with their homes and helping them buy a home or sell a home or make a home. And so um, with nursing, it's just a different way of caring for people. It's a more tangible way. I've always loved babies and birth and that whole process. So when I decided to go through nursing school, which was, by the way, quite a journey in in my 40s, I'm 48 now. So it wasn't, I just graduated from nursing school this year. So it's never too late. That's my message for anyone to do whatever you want to do. I found myself, you know, as a realtor, a lot of times my clients would, you know, I'd ask them what they do for a living. And so many times the moms were a nurse. And I was like, gosh, if I had it to do all over again, I think I'd become a nurse. Uh, it never really occurred to me when I was trying to figure out what to do. You know, I had these different creative interests and I just, you know, I thought maybe if anything, I, if I went into healthcare, I'd be a doctor because doctors are more important than nurses, kind of what my silly brain told me. But what, as I've come to learn, you know, understand nurses are really, you know, a more holistic, they look at a person as a more holistic whole person and, the nurse is more nurturing and there's so many different things you could do with nursing. I wish I had understood that at 18, 22, that, you know, you can travel nurse, you can be a flight nurse. Now at 48, you know, I I have three kids and, you know, I'm a little more settled. I'm probably not going to do all those things, but that's, that's sort of the story. I found myself 
you know, saying, if I had it to do all over again, I think I'd go to nursing school. And one day I said, you know what? Why not do it all over again? I'm not that old. I have lots of energy. I was a good student. So I did. It wasn't easy, but but I did it. I love it. I think there's a profound lesson here, not, not only in your courage to be willing to reinvent your life. But most people, are they stop right there, right? They go, it's too late for anything. Oh, even, yeah. even after their first career, it's too late. Right. I've already done all this, right? But that didn't stop you. And like you said, I've got plenty of energy, career. you know? Yeah, like, and I can see that it just in the way that you come off. I, I feel like you you very much enjoy being around people, moving and shaking and being a part of society as a whole. And so I can see how that lent itself to sort of your your ability to transform over and over again. Uh, yeah. I'm sure it hasn't been easy. You know, everybody puts no. their best foot forward, but you take it in stride and it's clear. And- I do know. And I kind of just take it one day at a time because my life is pretty packed with, you know, starting this brand new career. I only, I've only been there a couple of months. And so it's still an, an amazing miracle every time I see that baby emerge and a new life born. Yeah, and at the same time, <laughs> finally releasing this book that I've been working on for all these years. On I was the side. And, you know, starting a podcast, I started a podcast last week, just thought I'd throw that in there. No, (laughs) that's exactly what I'm getting at is so you do all this transformation and you've been, everybody talks about it, right? How how many business owners do we know? Uh, Jason himself is a multiple, several time published author himself, right? But how many people do we know in our lives? They go, I'm going to write a book one day, right? And they just say that for 15 years. (laughs) It's going to be that. (laughs) And the reason it took so long is partially because I was busy doing all kinds of other stuff and it was something I was doing on the side, but partially because the story is kind of difficult. And if you ever read it, you'll see that it wasn't just a story that I could write. And if I had written it 15 years ago, it would have been a very different story than it ended up being now. So I really think that things kind of work out the way they're meant to be. And it is the perfect timing. It's crazy that I'm trying to do all of this at the same time, but it is perfect. I just released it. I think it's only been a week. Um, and it's a number one bestseller on Amazon in a couple different categories, which if you guys, I mean, you guys know you've published some books, doesn't necessarily mean that I've sold thousands of copies because of the way the categories work and everything. But still, that is pretty awesome to me that I haven't done any launch or any marketing other than a few Facebook posts. So this, the only people that have, that know about my book so far are the people that I happen to be connected to on Facebook. Really, that's the only thing I've done. I think it's great though, because some people yeah. can't even get that to happen. You yeah. know? Well, maybe so. maybe uh, <laughs> more people hear about it, they'll be like, oh, the people who have read it and the reviews I've received and like texts and calls are just, people are really connecting and resonating with my story, which is just so meaningful to me. The fact that I wrote this story, that's a story from my life and it means something to other people is just awesome that I could be make a difference and change someone's life. It's just so great. That's the same, whether you're a realtor or a nurse or a writer. I think that that's my goal ultimately. And that that's the beauty is that you have the privilege to be able to say all that because of the number of careers that you've had and how this book itself takes on a course of, of a long period of time of experience. Yeah. to be able to offer in one package where most people do publish within a couple months and like they, they, they like try to concentrate and, and focus on that. Whereas you're giving people a life in a book 
that they can learn from. And I think that there's something beautiful behind that. Before we go any further, I want to turn it over to Jason and here's reflections on sort of what it is you, you've shared with us so far and uh, see what he thinks. Sounds good. Well, first of all, my daughter, uh, she's 26 and she's an RN oh, cool. um, up in uh, Bismarck, North Dakota. Nice. And my other daughter, she's 23 and she is a, uh, what do they call it? Uh, ones that do x-rays and. Oh, and like an x-ray all. tech. X-ray tech. She's an X-ray cool. tech. She just so finished last care. last year, Great. and both of them love it. Um, both uh, my youngest one, she's doing the traveling thing, so because the money's way Such better. Such a great I guess, thing to do. Yeah, and you get to experience here. different places. Yeah, 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 a lot of money. Yeah. yeah, and my oldest daughter actually quit the hospital, and now she's doing her own thing in private care. Very so, cool. There's it's so a, really mm-hmm. people don't realize that you can be an entrepreneur and be a nurse or a oh yeah mother. absolutely so, you can yeah for sure and you know what I really like about what I like about people that have the entrepreneurial spirit is the journey because like my journey is wild too it's pretty crazy too you know grew up as a farm kid did all that stuff and high school and, you know, did little business things here and there. And, and then I joined the military, ran companies in the military while I was side by side and, you know, knew there had to be more retired said I was done retired. And, but I had already started another company before I retired. So that wasn't (laughs) happening. Didn't last very Um, long. So I semi-retired, I guess. Um, And then grew that and retired completely decided to retire from it and just needed more. So it was like, well, let me start acquiring more companies, I guess, start doing some more stuff. Um, Some of them were like, I had one, she was actually a client of mine and she died of a brain tumor and it was a staffing agency and the family didn't want the staffing agency. So I took it over and now it's a company. Right. So how hard could it be to run a staffing agency? Um, yeah. Well, that's another story for another day. <laughs> Famous last words, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> but but uh, it really, when you look back on life, like you and I are the same age, and you look back on life, and then you can you can kind of start putting these pieces together of, you know, you always hear people say. Well, yeah, you you just take a beeline. Well, a beeline is not straight. <laughs> a bee flies like this. That's true. <laughs> I like that. I'm going to start saying you know? that. I took a beeline. So <laughs> I took a, I think most of us do. And just in life in general, we are on a beeline. You know, Philip, he's been on a beeline for a hot minute. <laughs> you know, and I think that's century. just part of life though. <laughs> yeah, it's part of life though. It's mm-hmm. I think everybody goes through that in life and I don't think you truly ever completely figure it out. No, you don't really ever arrive. You know, you don't really ever have it. I don't think so. Cause you can be a billionaire and then it's just the next thing. Right. Well, now you get to a point where you're like, you know what? I think figured out a few things anyway. Yeah. 
right? At some point, we all just got to step back and go, you know what? Maybe I did arrive. This is it. I'm here. This is life, yeah. <laughs> it's life. So, And then something can happen that really throws you for a loop. I'm at the hospital today, not for work, but uh, because one of my best friend's son was just diagnosed, no, diagnosed with stage four lung cancer. Oh. He's a non-smoker. He's 21 years old. Wow. And so that is just like really chilling because it can, you know, turn your life around in a second. So to me, it's a reminder to just cherish the moments, be in the moment as much as you can in this crazy life and to remember what's really important and hug your loved ones. <laughs> Absolutely. That's, it's definitely one thing that life will never do is stop surprising you the good yeah. and the bad. Yeah. And uh, I think that's a great running theme for this conversation has been the the beeline effect or the uh, the twists and turns that life is uh, the number of careers you've had right and how you i i'm sure this may not even be your last career to be honest with you uh i, I get the Probably sense not. that you're, 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 <laughs> the, your best work has yet to come out yet uh but piece of work my mom title. calls me a jane of all trades so one of the <laughs> careers that i currently have that i didn't mention because sometimes it sounds overwhelming even to me is I'm also a Medicare agent. I, I like to call myself a Medicare navigator. So I help people who are um, going on turning 65 and going on Medicare or retiring to pick up, pick their plans and, and understand this confusing, crazy thing called Medicare. And like, that's whole thing. That, that whole thing is like, it just sort of happened during COVID during nursing school, a friend of mine said, you know, I think you'd be good at this. And I do like helping people. And so here I am, another wow. side business. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I see that. That's crazy. And you're still the working Jane, on the NCLEX on top of that, right? <laughs> the Jane of all trades. I like that. That's pretty good. But the rest of that expression, if you guys know, is master of none. Of so nothing. Yeah, working on trying to make that not true by mm-hmm. mastering, you know, trying to focus really on one thing at a time. And so right now, even though I do still do the Medicare, I, I mostly just take care of my existing clients. I'll take a referral here and there, but I don't really publicize it because I really only don't have time to take too much more business, but I'm part of a great company. So I can always refer someone to someone great if they, if I can't take care of them. No, I, I hear it. And, and, and I see how open you are to life. And I think that's one of the things that we can take away from this, at least from I have is you've got to be open and take it in grace and stride, right? It's not always going to be butterflies, but that's the best part. It's also not always going to be bad. And I can see that regardless of what's happened and what's come your way. I mean, you even showed up today. Clear to me that you take life in style. You you keep your heart open and it hasn't closed you off where many really do use any little reason they can to close off to life. And I know it's harder not to close yourself to life, but it's, it's you'll always be grateful for it in the end is what I'm getting from, from your story and the conversation here. So with yeah. that said, I, I, I want to take a, I want to take us into the latter half of the show now and first take a, a break to give a shout out to our supporters. So one in particular is Stephanie Emmett, who has an incredible background in copywriting in general, being able to help people craft their narratives and things of that nature. And she's gone through the trouble of helping you sort of map out what you need to know about marketing. So if you've spent your entire uh, life or every day to day 
working on do-it-yourself marketing tips only to find that you don't know what you should be doing. You're trying things and nothing works. You're getting engagement on your post, but no sales. Email doesn't work anymore. If any of those sounds like you, then she created a program called the Startups to Six-Figure Mentorship, which will help you not feel frozen and uh, deal with analysis paralysis or being overwhelmed. And the rightstephanie.com is where you need to go. And that's W-R-I-T-E. She will help you take care of what you need to get done to find that that, oh, I get engagement on my post, but I don't get any sales or email doesn't work anymore. She's going to help you solve that problem. So you go to the rightstephanie.com, let them know the war room sent you and they'll give you 10% off. With that said, I also want to roll out the carpet for you, Danielle. Where should people go to connect with you to learn more about what you're doing? Take a look at your book and things of that nature. Well, there's a couple of places. I have, I have a website that I'm still working on in my free time. It's just my name, DanielleTantone.com. That's D-A-N-I-E-L-L-E. T is in Tom, A, N is in Nancy, T-O-N-E.com. Um, and then I also have, an, like, on Amazon, you can just search my book on, on Amazon. It's called Piece of Work, a Memoir by Danielle Tantone. And I also just started a podcast, like I told you. Uh, it's available wherever you listen to podcasts. It's called Piece of Work as well with Danielle Tantone. Um, that's about, oh, on all of the socials, I'm just Danielle Tantone. So Facebook, Instagram, I'm working on TikTok, but, <laughs> TikTok but I have two, two videos so far. So we'll see. I've heard that you can sell books on TikTok. So we'll, we'll see if that works. <laughs> it's Danielle Tantone author on TikTok. Right on. Well, I, I think that's fun. I also already as a marketer, I can tell you right now, uh, if you're going to be on TikTok and if I were you and I were the author and the style of author that you are, I would create posts showing how uh, how embracing transformation and, cha- and career changes. Like that's a, that's a voice, a narrative and a strategy and a stance that I would take on a platform like that because there's a, there's space for that. So that's just, that's just me doing what I do with my marketing and positioning and personal branding. That's just just value there. Um, but with that said, it definitely is about transformation, but not as much about the career, although that's in there because it's part of my life. It's yeah. It just happens to be <laughs> about overcoming personal stuff, love addiction, you know, all the, the things that we, that we struggle with when we're young or sometimes when we're old and learning to embrace myself and love myself and forgive myself. Right on. Uh, with that said, that we we are now here at the grand finale, which uh, we prepared you for, and that is if you could have invited anybody, dead or alive, you know, any point, place, time in the world to this conversation, who would you have loved to have had here, and why them? And I didn't come up with a good answer. Um, in well, the there's no, there's no good, busy, there's no bad talking. answer. <laughs> I guess, I guess I'll just say God. Because that's a big theme in my book too. Like I told you, it was originally going to be called Believe. And it was all about me searching for truth and, you know, all of that uh, as far as religious and spiritual beliefs. So I'd love to to ask God, what really is true? You know, we have a lot of fighting going on in the world right now. Um, People think they're right and others are wrong. And it'd be nice to really know the truth. (laughs) I, I, I dig it. I mean, I think it's it goes hand in hand with the theme of the conversation as it's been the entire time we've chatted, which is 
a reflection on the fluidity of life and whether or not we've embraced it. You know, so I, I think there's a lot of powerful uh, moments in this conversation, and that's a apropos cho- choice for a guest. Like a <laughs> <laughs> uh, but with that said, it's tradition around here for Jason to close us out, so I'll let him do that. But it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you. It's my pleasure as well. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thank thanks for being here. Such a great story, and that's what people connect with, right? People connect with uh, this the story. Now we your next book can be. The beeline. There you go. Yes, maybe. No. <laughs> you can write another one called uh, After Nursing in the Beeline. I was thinking of calling it Work in Progress because, like there I said, my go. quote is we're all a piece there of work, a work in progress, and a work of there art. So well, you got three work in progress, and then three books. And then the fourth can be the beeline to get there. Exactly. <laughs> you really are stuck on that beeline. <laughs> I don't know. That's all. Um, Anyway, so thank you for taking the time to be here. And uh, thank you. You know, best of luck today with uh, the things that are happening today at the the hospital and best of luck with the book and uh, wish you tons of success with that. Thank you so much. It was a pleasure to meet you guys. And I'm looking forward to going back and listening to all your podcasts. So far, I've only listened to a couple of the episodes, but I really liked what I heard. Oh, that's awesome. Thank you, Daniel. Cheers. cheers. Thanks. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the War Room Roundtable with your hosts, Jason Miller and Philip Lanos. Please leave your feedback and visit strategicadvisorboard.com to get the latest and greatest business advisement on the planet. Follow us on social media for updates. And always remember, if you can dream it and believe it, then you can go achieve it. We'll see you in the next episode.